hear us through your AirPods or see us on your laptop, how about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking Queer Money on the road this summer and fall. Visit QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood. Oh my God, my parents haven't saved a dime for retirement and now they're turning to me for help. What do I do now? Well, first off, make sure you don't have this happen to you. How? By listening to Queer Money episode 302, because today we're sharing how you can talk to them about retirement and retirement tools like annuities to ensure that they have income all the way through retirement. Remember, we make the Queer Money podcast for you, so please post your money questions in the Queer Money Facebook group. We may answer your questions in an upcoming episode. Now, on with the show. You're listening to the Queer Money Podcast, personal finance with a rainbow twist. Queer Money is dedicated to financial independence, financial well-being, investing knowledge, and the intersection of all things money as an LGBTQ person. Queer Money is made possible by Capital One. Capital One believes that financial well-being includes your mental, physical, and financial health. Check out CapitalOne.com today. Gainbridge sponsors the best, including the Indiana Pacers, Indiana Fever, Indiana 500, and the Queer Money Podcast. That's because Gainbridge believes dedication is an essential component of success in every community. Visit Gainbridge.life today. So 2010 MetLife study suggests that LGBTQ children are more likely than their straight siblings to take care of mom and dad during their retirement. It never gets easy for (laughs) queer people, does it? (laughs) I think that maybe having children is part of that, right? Parents assume that it's easier for somebody who doesn't have children to take care of them than someone who does. Right. And we know queer people in general, especially the L's, G's, and T's, don't necessarily have children as frequently as our straight peers. Yeah. And so, and part of the reason why we're discussing this topic on this episode is because of the demographics of the listeners of our podcast. Right. Uh, folks who listen to this podcast typically are at the age where their parents are either approaching retirement or are in retirement. And because we tend to have the responsibility of taking care of our parents as they age, um, that should also include taking care of them uh, and their money. We'll kind of continue a conversation that we had on episode 178 of the Queer Money Podcast with Cameron Huddleston, where we talked about how to have the money conversation with mom and dad. This episode, we're going to dive into a little bit deeper, a little bit more granular about how to have a particular discussion with mom and dad. Right. And a 2018 guaranteed lifetime income study done by Greenwald and Associates showed that 73% of pre-retirees say that they want protected income in their retirement in addition to social security. Right. And we know that there really isn't a truly protected income unless you have it in cash, right? Especially if you're talking about investing. So that's why we want to provide people, especially when you're going to talk to your parents, your family members about how to protect your parents when it comes to their financial assets in retirement, give them options. Yeah. And this is a, this is a, point of financial insecurity for a lot of people as for many people, social security, uh, they don't think is going to be around at least when they retire. And so for a lot of our listeners, that might be what one of your fears are. 
likewise, a lot fewer people have pensions today. So right. um, those sources of guaranteed income um, are less guaranteed and less uh, ubiquitous than they used to be in the past, which is why this is a great topic to have today. So um, today we're talking about how to talk to mom and dad about annuities, especially because your mom and dad may think they don't like annuities. <laughs> so we're going to try to change the paradigm of the perception of what, what annuities actually are, because they have changed a lot relative to maybe what your parents thought they were or your grandparents thought they were once upon a time. Right. So we're going to share really five tips here on how to have this conversation with your parents. The first tip is to actually commit to having the conversation with your parents, especially before it's too late. The reality is, is that a lot of a lot of us just assume our parents are completely ready, right? And at Cam Cameron shared with us on that episode 178 that we need to have the courage to have this money conversation with our parents. And the reason why she is really adamant about this is because she unfortunately started to have, she had to have that conversation with her mother after it was too late, her father had passed away and this, the, just the circumstances for her made it very difficult to have that money conversation, especially as her mother aged and started to have dementia. And so it became a very difficult conversation. She wants all of us to not have to deal with that. Right? Yeah. And I think this is a scary topic for a lot of people right. because money is a taboo topic to have. Should I even ask, is it appropriate for me to ask my mom and dad how much they have invested or how much money they have? You know, So we got to break down these taboos and have the conversation because we want to be able to address any fears in the beginning before things uh, deteriorate so that mom and dad are taken care of throughout their whole life. And worst case scenario, you know, if you don't have the broad conversation about money with mom and dad and something either they can't make decisions for themselves anymore or they pass away and nothing has been decided about their estate. Unfortunately, that falls into the responsibility of the state and the state is going to sign a conservator of their estate. And so that can be costly. And the conservator is sometimes not you. Uh, you might not necessarily appreciate who the conservator is. So uh, you want to have the courage to have this conversation so that you can guide the conversation. Capital One strives to inspire a better financial path for everyone, including the LGBTQ community, through access to credit, tools to manage debt, and product features. Digital products such as CreditWise and Eno are designed to take the stress out of money by helping you manage credit, a key source of potential stress, and stay on top of spending without worrying all the time. Sign up for CreditWise for free today. Tip number two is to talk about their dreams. We, we talk a lot about hopes and dreams on this podcast, and we like to have sort of the scary conversation started around what is it you really want in life? Uh, what are your hopes and dreams? What do you see retirement, uh, the perfect retirement looking like? Well, this applies to mom and dad, same way as it applies to having the conversation, maybe trying to get that conversation started with your partner or spouse. Focus on them, focus on their wishes and their deepest desires, right? So what's an ideal retirement look like for mom and dad? Have that conversation with them. Are there items on their bucket list that they'd like to check off? What does that look like for mom and dad? Focus on the big stuff first before you focus on the nitty gritty and the details. And I think one of the important things about doing that is it's a really hard conversation to start off with. Mom and dad, how do you feel about retirement? Do you think that you're prepared? Instead of starting off the conversation with what do you want to do in retirement or what haven't you done in retirement? You're, if you're already retired, what haven't you done in retirement that you want to do? How do we start that kind of conversation, right? Because once you're able to talk about those, those kinds of things, then maybe you can start talking about 
And this is tip number three, talk about those fears and concerns that they have about retirement. You know, focus on them. What are their anxieties about retirement? And it's quite possible that they do have some financial anxiety or insecurities around retirement. They may be having a fear that a lot of LGBT folks have, but I think a larger number of people in general have, is this fear of outliving the money that they have. A lot of us fear, especially if we don't have a whole lot, or we come from a family that has a has taught us a scarcity mindset, we may have this fear of never having enough dying on the streets. I oftentimes hear this scenario. And it was actually even brought up in a Golden Girls episode, right? <laughs> of, of the bag woman living on the street, right? And, and they asked the question in that episode, what is it that she did anything different than that that they did? What, and to be able to live in that situation, we know that we don't want to live that way. We don't want our parents to end up living that way, right? So let's talk about the fears as well. Because once we start talking about the fears, then we can figure out how do we address those fears? And that leads a great way to point number four, David. It's like you've done this before. <laughs> Heard a rumor about annuities? Cut out the noise by visiting Queer Money podcast sponsor Gainbridge at gainbridge.life to learn more. <laughs> Step number four is to get real, right? You talk about the hopes and dreams, lofty things. Ideally, you know, mom and dad will, will, will be able to check all those boxes. You talk about some of the fears, which may be valid or maybe invalid, but you're never truly going to know unless step number four, you do the math. You have to actually crunch the numbers, right? You got to pull out all the account statements. You got to pull out the spreadsheets. You got to pull out the calculator. We know nobody likes that stuff, but it's very important that you do because unless you actually put pen to paper and you see the numbers, you can't really know exactly where your parents stand for retirement and whether or not they can have a safe and secure retirement, let alone be able to have the retirement of their dreams. And as David said, a lot of us sort of assume that our parents probably did better with their money, right? They, 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 they've got everything rock solid. They don't have any fears or concerns. Unfortunately, most of us have fears and concerns. And the ugly truth is that 49% of adults, 55 to 66 years old, had no personal savings retirement in 2017. Yeah, and that's... so that's 49%. I mean, that's like, I was just round up. It's 50% of the country is not right. prepared for retirement. Right. And the, the, the other numbers show that individuals who do have money saved, it's not a significant amount. Individuals who are 50 and older have about 200 to $230,000 saved. Recently, I think it was in 2019, there was an article on CNBC that showed the average individual is going to spend $280,000 in healthcare money just during retirement. So if you have $200,000 to $230,000 saved, you might be thinking that you're doing well, but the vast majority of that money could be eaten up by healthcare costs, right? So I think that's is why it is really important to do the math. You really want to talk to your parents, okay, how much have you saved? What kinds of savings do you have? How much are you going to get from social security? You know, this is, I think this is a number that a lot of us are, are somewhat oblivious to, especially the younger folks, uh, how much we will get in social security or should expect to get in social security. So go to mysocialsecurity.gov or go actually go to ssa.gov and get your, open up your, my social security account. You can do this for yourself. You can do this for your parents. Every single one of us, especially if you're, I want to say 40 and older, you need yeah. to 
need to check this account first to make sure that you're qualified. It's surprising how many people are going to retire who are not qualified because they simply haven't worked enough. They haven't put in enough hours to qualify for social security. But on top of that, you want to be prepared to understand how much money they're going to get from social security. The closer you are to retirement today or the closer you are to the age in which you take social security, the higher the likelihood is that you're going to be getting that money, right? So yeah, hopefully. Exactly. Right. And then you also want to ask, you know, how aggressive will mom and dad keep their portfolio through retirement? How long can they live on the social security they think that they're going to get and their retirement money? Also ask more holistic questions about their overall financial plan. Do they have life insurance on each other? And if so, how much? And is that an adequate amount on each other? Do they have long-term care insurance for each other? And if so, how much? How is their health? And if their health is good, how does that relative to say their siblings and their parents and their grandparents, because you want to be able to gauge whether or not that good health is going to continue or if their health will likely deteriorate and then their healthcare costs will take up much more of their expenses than maybe what the average might take up. You know, the nice thing about having this math conversation, and as John just pointed out, math isn't just about how much do they have invested, but what are their other retirement planning uh, assets, right? Like life insurance, long-term term care insurance. What does all of that look like? The nice thing about having that conversation with your parents without having a financial advisor or a financial planner there is you're not going to feel, or they're not going to feel like they're being forced into buying a particular product or signing up for right. a particular service, right? This is a way to have this kind of conversation to maybe put some of those fears at ease. But then what this does is it does give you then this really broad picture of, okay, how can we fill in some gaps? And that's why we want to talk about point number five. One of the gaps is to propose an annuity as a way to address some of their fears. Now, I know when it comes to talking about annuities, I think a lot of people start to fill their mind with a lot of myths, a lot of misbeliefs that they have about annuities. So if you want to go back, go back and listen to episode 298, where we talked about annuities in a little, a little bit more depth. But one of the things to remember is that annuities are a tool that can be used to augment retirement. Annuities are not investments. And I think a lot of people try to compare annuities as an investment, right? So annuities will never perform like the stock market. And I think that's why they get a bad rap is because people think that they should perform if they think it's an investment, so it should perform like there are other investments. But remember, annuities are actually an insurance contract and they really can can augment all of these other things that maybe your parents are thinking about as a way to protect them. I think one of the other things we want to address about annuities is that oftentimes people have these concerns that they're really expensive and that they're really complicated. And the reality is, is that modern day annuities are not. There are a lot of fixed annuities out there that actually don't have maintenance fees or annual fees. They're very simple and easy to understand. They actually are tools that can be used in very simple ways to provide that risk abatement that your parents may be thinking about. It may help them get over some of the fears. Remember, just like with every investment product, the more complex it is, the more it's going to cost. The easier it is for you to understand, probably the easier it is for your parents to understand and easier for you to use it as a tool in their retirement planning. So ultimately, in summary, 
other than social security, which many people think won't last, and pensions, which many people don't have, annuities are the only product that can guarantee a stream of income that you can't outlive. And that's the whole reason why we're covering this topic today. Right. Um, I, I do remember, you know, this is an interesting point. I remember when I was on the phones and I was talking to individuals back in my day when I would worked in investments. And I had a woman call in 2008 and she said, I guess I'm going to have to die sooner now, 10 years sooner because of the crash in the stock market, right? That's not a conversation you want to have to have with your mom and dad. And this is one way to abate some of that risk. Exactly. Now, step number six is a pro tip that we have for you to address some of these concerns and to make sure you have the appropriate conversation with mom and dad the right way. Uh, we encourage you to go to visit our partners at Gamebridge at gamebridge.life. They have a treasure trove of information there specifically designed to help you prepare to become a financial caregiver. They have a training and reading material on how to become a financial caregiver, ways to manage finances through the loss of a loved one, if that's something that you've experienced, how to spot and report financial abuse, which um, your parents may be experiencing identity theft or financial abuse from someone they connected with online or the actual financial planner that they might be working with. This will help you prepare to make sure that you're addressing some of those concerns. So go to gainbridge.life, click on education, and then click on financial caregiving. And that'll help you figure out how to have this conversation in a more robust and accurate way. Right. I think that may help put some of your, our own fears at rest, right? That we are not prepared to be able to have this kind of conversation. Go and do some reading and make sure that you are a little prepared when you go into having this conversation. All right. To recap the five primary points here, we want to remind you when you want to talk to your parents about finances is one, make sure you have the courage to do that. Have Step that up. conversation, right? Let's have that conversation before it's too late. You don't want to have the, oh, God, what do we do now moment, right? Step number two, let's start off by focusing on their hopes and dreams first. What do they really want in retirement? Because that's what's going to make their retirement happy. Number three, talk about their fears and their concerns so we can figure out how to abate those. Number four, make sure you get real and do the math, understand what they have and what their true needs are. And number five, consider an annuity as a way to put some of their risk at bay, right? It is a tool that you can use to help them be prepared and to take some of that weight off of your shoulders. Now stay tuned for your crib money takeaway from this episode. Make sure to check out more ways that Capital One can help you achieve financial well-being at CapitalOne.com. That's CapitalOne.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Queer Money. Here's your Queer Money takeaway from this episode. Most of us fear outliving our money, and it's likely that your mom and dad do too. But unfortunately, what most people know about annuities is often incomplete or wrong. Get the annuity conversation started with your folks, then connect them with a professional who can help them further, like maybe our friends over at Gainbridge. Then join us next week when we talk about reselling as a side business on sites like eBay and Amazon. We'll be talking with our friend Tom Brickman of The Frugal Gay about how he used flipping products like bras and underwear to get into <laughs> real estate investing. Remember, we make the Queer Money podcast for you. So please put, post your money questions in the Queer Money Facebook group and we may answer them in an upcoming episode. Thanks again and have a great week. From Los Angeles, California to Winooski, Vermont, we're taking Queer Money on the road. Join us as we gamify personal finance with Queer Money Bingo or catch our signature Live Fabulously, Not Fabulously Broke Talk and so much more in between. Check out QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player regularly for date and location updates.